Hey guys, welcome back to Nessa Twang, and that's right, we're at Season 3, Episode 3. Now, I know we took kind of a, a long break or a week break, uh, just because we had some stuff to sort out, but we're back, and we have a guest. Now, before getting into anything, before even speaking to Shads, I just want everybody to know that we love that you're watching the videos on YouTube. However, we need more subscribers. I'm we're watching, we're, we're seeing views, but we're not seeing any subscribers or we're seeing a little bit of subscribers. So if you like the videos, share it with your family. Please subscribe on YouTube. Also follow us on all socials. Um, that's Nacho Twang, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and uh, on any platform that has uh, audio podcasts. So now that we've gotten that out of the way, let's speak with Shads. So Shads, you took a break, you know, welcome back. How are you doing today? I'm feeling okay. I'm not like 100%, but I am here. And once again, I am still COVID free. Thank the Lord. Um, birthday's around the corner. So I am grateful for that, that I am going to live to see another day, mm -hmm. another year. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, I mean, it's another pandemic birthday, but again, there were things that are happening. So I'm grateful. And I mean, we press on. I mean, we have to. I mean, pandemic birthdays are okay. I had, I had a a, a birthday last year. It wasn't what wasn't a pandemic yeah. birthday, so I'm grateful. Yeah. You know, got See, that's why you could say that because you had only <laughs> one. But when you have two, mm, mm, no, sucks <laughs> to be you. Well, you know, we do have a guest. Uh, we have Mr. <laughs> Mario Palmer, and uh, Mario, tell us a little bit about yourself and why you're here today. Um, I don't even know myself to be honest. <laughs> still finding myself. <laughs> still, still finding myself. But um, I mean, I've been doing social media for about eight or nine years now. Mm -hmm. Worked in marketing, politics, um, small business, everything. Um, so I've done pretty. Much, I've done it all pretty much. I've done all except for podcasting. <laughs> Okay, well, you're here today, so uh, <laughs> add that to your list. Uh, thank you so much, Mario. No, um, it wouldn't be Nasla Twang uh, Season 3 if we didn't test your knowledge of the Caribbean or all things Jamaican. So, Mario, um, you know, I follow you on socials. I've known you for years. And one of the things that you're really big on is, like, wine country, coffee, and food. So, we have two questions for you. The first question is... If I were to go to Jamaica tomorrow and I requested dip and fallback from a restaurant, what am I asking for? First of all, you wouldn't get that in any restaurant in Jamaica. You have to go to your grandma. Pick up yourself. <laughs> <laughs> um, secondly, I have no clue what dip and fallback is. Well, I've never seen it on a menu in Jamaica. I kind of feel like we need to change that, though. But what is dip and fallback, you know? I have no clue. You would have to tell me. Okay, so dip and fallback is actually one of the older names for rundown or uh, mackerel rundown, sawfish rundown. Uh -huh. Yeah. Okay, so that is zero of two, Mario. Yeah, give me a second one. Kind of sad. Kind of sad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so for... Redemption. Your redemption question, it is... If I were to, you know, go to a cook shop, let's use a cook shop. If I went to a cook shop in Jamaica and I requested stamp and go, what am I asking for? 
salt or sprinkles preferably but now you probably get regular like flour with seasonings um but traditionally it's salt fish fritters my love when you put the people in business out there and say flour with seasoning <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, i mean gotta keep it 100 that yeah. is that is true that is true but Thank you, Mario. You redeemed yourself. You got one question of two. You know, right? I mean, that's a pass. That's a pass. You know, if you were talking, if you were talking efficacy of vaccines, you're gone true. <laughs> okay, so guys, there you have it. Mario answered his question. He got one of his questions right. So we have to celebrate. So give us a couple of seconds and we'll be right back. Okay, so we're back and today's episode is on social media. Now, you're watching us on YouTube, you're listening to us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, so I'm pretty sure you're kind of big on social media, at least a little bit. Now, Mario has worked in the industry for a couple of years and that's why he's here to answer a lot of the questions we have about social media. So, Mario, you know, we had a little roundtable talk before our episodes and, um, you know, we kind of like try to figure out what social media is, but what is social media um, in the, you know, the easiest definition that, that our viewers or listeners can actually get? In essence, social media is that magical thing that that connects the world. <laughs> it connects your grandma, it connects your friends in India, connects everybody all through, your, through a screen, not necessarily your phone, but through a screen. And that's mm-hmm, mm-hmm. pretty much what social media is. That's what it means to me, at least. Okay, okay. Yeah. That is fair. That is fair. Thank you for that. Um, let's what move do you to think social media is? What do I think social media <laughs> is? You know, honestly, Mario, I looked this up before the episode. So, <laughs> you know, I'm going to tell you about a platform um, that is interactive, which allows people from uh, different places to communicate. Um, it could be WhatsApp. It could be Twitter, Instagram. Um, if you're a little bit older, like myself here, you would know about like Zorpia or High Five. MySpace. MySpace, you know. Which are like a one friend. What's name, Tom? <laughs> Where is Tom? <laughs> uh, Tom is probably living his best life. I'm sure that if he made any money um, from, from, oh, yes. Oh, and how can we forget Black Planet? That was I wasn't the, on that. The, uh, Never heard of it. I don't feel alone. Yay. (laughs) Um, Well, um, as on Black Planet, it was the website that taught me how to code HTML. Um, MySpace did that. No, y'all just copied CSS from like different places and then made your your MySpace page into this heavy, (laughs) heavy, heavy, heavy. um, I don't even know what to call it of yourselves. So we're, we're not getting into that. So. You know, I did my definition, Mar did his definition. Shads, you're always on social media. You live there. You have a photography page. Um, and, you know, you, you taught me a couple of things about social media. So what is social media to you? It's a digital platform um, that allows people to share content and interact at, with people, basically be social. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's 
a simple, straightforward response. It's a, another form of medium that is bringing joy to the world. Joy. Okay. And and that's fair. Heavy on the sarcasm. I mean, I, I love I love that. No, one of the reasons why we're discussing social media is, you know, simply because of the impact it has on our lives, everybody's lives. Um, from my grandma in, in Jamaica to us here, to people in India, we get our news, um, we share pictures, we share videos, we share memes on social media, but that just seems very puerile and basic. Um, what I want to discuss is um, how does social media impact our lives as individuals? I know it is the pandemic. Um, everybody and their mother is now a virologist, um, <laughs> a doctor, um, a counselor. Everybody assumed new jobs during the pandemic without actually going to school. A um, lawyer. <laughs> lawyers. Everybody knows everything. Every, in fact, journalists were created um, through the pandemic because of social media. So, Mario, how exactly are we influenced by social media? How are people's lives shaped by social media? Uh, well, I can speak of a couple, a couple of things, a couple of examples. Um, mm-hmm. Social media not only connects people, like you said, it is also a tool that keeps us informed. Luckily, luckily we live in an age where information is like like the snap of a finger. Unfortunate and unfortunate in some cases. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. But it's I I look at the positives because social media pays my bills. <laughs> um, Fair enough. <laughs> uh, so I think social media is that great little thing that connects the world. It allows us to get information quickly. Um, for me, it has gotten me many jobs. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has allowed me to see many places that I, I, I didn't think about. Um, there, it's, it, it, you, you, you know have the ability, ability to see the world from your living room. That's, That's one really of the greatest true. things about social media. You can connect and see anywhere in the world, even out of space sometimes if you're that kind of person. Um, <laughs> just from your living room, yeah. Uh, so that's what social media really means to me. Like it's that's all it is for me. It's a, a connector. It's allowing me to see and do things that I would even think I would be able to do twelve years ago. Okay, okay, and I love that, Mario. I don't want to get into the jobs that you've held as it pertains to social media, but I know what of the jobs. What do some people want to know? We're not those people. We're not going to put people business out there like that, you know. <laughs> but that's what social media does. Yeah, but if there's an after dark edition, <laughs> we'll discuss that. But right now, we're we're not going to do that. Now, with social media, Mario, we know that we can use it to. Um, you know, shape how people view us or or the people that we work for. So it's like creating these profiles, um, creating images of of people. Like you know, I know in Jamaica, one of the things that was just huge was that a lot of politicians, lots of artists had people managing their social media profiles, and they were curating the content so that it gave them a particular look. Right yeah. now, that is you know very professional but let's talk about how it helps to shape the view of the common man with tiktok and instagram and twitter specifically with the pandemic um we've seen the rise of people who are pro-vaccine anti-vaccine skeptic we've seen all sorts of people but we've also seen with the elections as well people who were for the previous u.s president people who were against the previous u.s president in fact in a country like jamaica where 
we didn't really talk about politics prior to the late 2000s. People are actually stating their political affiliation on social media. So why is that? Why is there a general shift in how we interact with social media, how we interact with people now? Because in Jamaica, if I was, let's say, for lack of a better word, a labor right back in the day, I wouldn't tell nobody because we've seen the news, right? And if I were anti-vaccine, no, in like that's kind of something I wouldn't necessarily talk about on social media because I'm afraid of backlash. Why is it that people feel comfortable with sharing that part of their lives on social media? Um, well, I here's how I see it. Um, I think we're all behind the screen and there's so much mm-hmm. power you have once you're behind the screen. Um, yep. There's not much backlash to expect. And even if it is expected or you anticipate it, to delete it. it, it it's a nine-day wonder, like with the back over. It's a nine-day wonder, or something right. like that. Um, but I think the, the, the ability to just say whatever you want in well, it used to be one hundred twenty words. Um, for, for was it one forty for Twitter? Yeah, one twenty, I think, or one forty. Okay. So yeah. like, people are able to just say what they want behind the screen and share a photo and say say freely, "Hey, I'm X Y Z." And I dare you to say something about it. <laughs> you have mm-hmm. to agree with me, or are you? Or don't agree with me. I don't care. It's my. This is my platform, and this is how I, I will share my opinions and my views. And 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 that's very interesting. And I like that you were able to put that spin to it. That it is my platform, and I want to share my views. No, you know, you said something, and because you've said this, I'm not even going to ask Shad's the same question. No, Shad, based on what. Mario said, it's my platform. I'm allowed to share my views. How do you feel about censorship on social media? I think it is needed. I think people still need that reminder that regardless that you are behind a screen and you feel that it's a shield that you're protected, Mm -hmm. that you also need to be just as mindful of uh, people's feelings, people's opinions, as you would with you're in person. Mm-hmm. And that despite the fact that you may feel that, hey, I live in a country that allows me to have X, Y, Z feel, um, perspectives and rights and freedoms, it's a platform that's global and not mm-hmm. everyone's country allows to do the same thing. So therefore, it's not okay for you to say every and anything that comes to your mind. Because yes, we all are different human beings. We all have different opinions, Mm -hmm. but you have to cap it at some point. Um, And I mean, these companies are in their right to do that because they're still private. They don't owe anything to the government. They don't have to follow, follow government rules. So I love that, Shad. I love that you were able to say they're private entities. Um, Not only that, but like they are global um, organizations or platforms and people from different walks of life, they interact with the same platform. Now, you know, a lot of people will disagree with you. They'll say, you know what, but if it's a social media platform, if we're here for free speech, regardless of where we were from, why censor us? Like, you know, someone had said to me earlier today that, you know, if you do something that is illegal or questionable in real life, if you do that online, like if it's a threat, then that is something that should be censored. But if it's just sharing your opinions, do you believe 
that, you know, let's say I'm pro-life or pro-choice or I'm pro-vaccine, anti-vaccine, do you believe or I'm, you know, a supporter of all things orange that comes in a bag with uh, a on it or I'm not one of those people? I think people need to, I mean, yes, there's censorship where it does get to a point where, okay, like, now you're just, like, hampering what people say and do. Like, I experienced it and many other people just experienced that the, uh, today. Like, we noticed that all our stories were removed by Instagram for posting stuff about the indigenous missing women and girls. There's mm. the, those were all removed. That's a form of censorship. Right, and why right. are you removing that when that's something that people need to be made aware of? However, I'm, you could look at it where it's like, well, it's kind of a way to save yourself because you could easily be incriminating yourself now for right, right. a lot of things. You could be incriminating yourself and now you might risk losing a job. You might risk getting a job you might risk a lot of things. And so in a way, they're kind of doing you a favor because you don't know when to zip it. So they're helping you to zip it. Okay. Right. okay so, um, my, my opinion on censorship, um, I think it's something that's needed on all platforms. But what I've mm-hmm. observed, um, I, I'll use an example, there's a certain president that was censored recently, like banned recently. Um, right. And, we saw and was banned again today. Banned and still is. And still is mm-hmm. banned. Um, but we saw what his tweets and his post incited. We saw the results uh-huh. of his tweets. Um, so yeah. that's why I think censorship um, is needed. Uh, there's also censorship in what your children are, are consuming. Exactly. Um, I think it's a really important to censor what children are consuming because what they consume, no influence what they do in the future. Um, so I think censorship yep. isn't really bad. When it comes down to that, right. the only challenge, when, where I have a challenge with censorship is where you're like the BLM movement, where people were censored, some posts were censored for that. Um, mm-hmm. Some people get censored for speaking on rape and women's issues. Um, right, right. But when it comes to that, I I don't know why the platform censored it. Um, so I, I really have no clue. But I think it's important to get those voices out there. So that's what the only thing I have, the only issue I have with censorship. I, I actually love fair. that. And it's true. Um, something I've learned recently, and um, and I saw this on social media, specifically YouTube. Let's say a blogger or I saw it on, on uh, Facebook as well. There's certain words that cannot be mentioned because the entire post is going to be censored. Um, yep. There is this this one uh, person I follow. I think her name is Loie Lane. What, and she tells um, like scary stories whenever the word the the k word which is to unalive someone and i'm saying unalive because we can say that on a platform when uh you unalive someone that's either beeped out or she doesn't say it or she'll spell it backwards because social media websites and the algorithms are so smart they're going to censor that kind of content even with the names of um of the the titles that you're giving to your videos and um and, and songs and stuff like that 
if yeah. it has a word that is considered a trigger word, those are actually uh, censored. So people have spelt like spelt like the K word to unalive people um, incorrectly, or they've used symbols, um, which I guess it yeah. tricks the algorithm into thinking it's not the word they're actually talking about. But if you even look at- as simple as like identifying people's. Hmm. Um, I mean, I, I can't so, speak for that. I don't even want to say the word because then who knows? <laughs> so I, we so, might get censored. So I, I love that we spoke about censorship. Um, but should trolls, like someone who is is on social media, someone who is like you know, I I I, I go on six buzz a lot. I don't know about <laughs> anybody else, but I I sit on six buzz and it triggers me because. Yo, there's some people in this country that I'm not saying that you can't share your opinion, but those people, those people, they know themselves. They be doing the most. Do you feel that trolls okay. should be censored? Um. Well, a troll's whole prerogative is to get get the attention. Um. So, yeah, censor them. Censor the hell out of them. <laughs> So, Mario, you know what? We're young and we know what trolls are. And, you know, I, I totally forgot how to use that term, trolls. Um, to someone like my grandmother who will watch this episode, she's like, trolls? You mean look at Tingle live under the bridge? Like, what is a troll? <laughs> a troll? So someone a troll who is someone basically that tries to... mission on social media is to provoke you, is to... Um, get you to be to get you angry to make you mad and it's your it's your mm. your mission to weed yeah. them out it's your, your mission to not get phased by, by it's those your comments. mission <laughs> i mean not everybody has the those the has the the capacity to just ignore the ignore it some people have really really some people have feelings and shows feed off feelings mm-hmm. so yeah. um that's my, that's what a troll means to me. Um, I don't feed it to trolls. I don't pay them any attention. I know what and when you're trying. I know when you're trying to get me angry. So I don't pay you no mind. Yeah. And trolls come in different form because sometimes they might not necessarily because like the whole basis of them really is to insinuate conflict and create arguments and even uh, insert false information Mm -hmm. right it's a manipulation thing like they do come in different forms where they're not necessarily attacking what the post might say or what the person in there they might just simply be let me just like make a comment about something that's not even true but you know it might gain some traction and that's all i need there are people that are paid to be trolls interesting and it happens a lot during it happens a lot during like political times like elections and stuff hmm. i love that i love that we were able to get to you know the intricacies of social media speaking about trolling speaking about censorship and uh even defining social media but you know we're going to have to get to some fun stuff so we'll be right back <laughs> uh after these messages
Hey, and we're back. That was a very quick break. Hope you liked the commercial. Now, uh, we're going to get into a little bit more of what we were discussing in social media. Now, we learned in the previous uh, session that trolls do not live under bridges. They actually live on the internet. And their sole purpose is to annoy and to disrupt the normal flow of your life. Now, that being said, now that we've, we now know what trolls are and they're not you know, mythical creatures, uh, we're going to go into something <laughs> called clout chasing. Now, if you're like me, you listen to music, but you're not quite sure what these words mean, right? For example, Cardi B came out with a song that was called Clout. Um, I had no clout no clue what clout was or is or will be i didn't have the time to go urban dictionary to find out what it meant um so that being said you know i'm legitimately going to uh, i'm going to ignore shads but i'm going to ask mario what is clout so um in my opinion clout is doing things online to gain popularity mm -hmm. so it's posting those ridiculous pictures and videos um or quote unquote hyping yourself up to be something that you're not really um and that you're not really are so or someone that you're not really are so that's what clout is in my opinion um also there's also clout that is legitimate clout <laughs> where you are somebody with power mm -hmm. and somebody that has a presence and somebody that has particular influence in a particular sector or group so there's also clout, yeah. and then there's clout. If you understand what I mean. Yes. You know what? I, who am not a grandma, okay, understand so, what you mean. Mario. I can't so speak for So young, fresh, and green there. over here is going to tell us what clout is <laughs> because she is hanging with the Gen Xs. Wait, young, fresh, and green? The Gen X. I said what I said. What, what, wait, wait, wait. What did Queen Lady Gangster say? I'm full of chat. I'm a nun. Take it back. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that. Do, do you know that the Gen X are your parents, right? Oh, wait, Gen Z, sorry. You see, this is how old see, I am. Yeah, I can't see, even right? track it, fams. This is how old I am. So. Right? I can't even track it. We're at Z, you know? Okay. Um, you're hanging out with the Gen Z. You are hanging with your parents. Yeah. Maxine, big up yourself. You're my best friend. Hey, bestie. <laughs> um so shads you're hanging with the gen z's what is clout like what exactly is it clout is simply someone who is famous or is someone who's in power someone who's in power that has influence uh someone who when it comes to clout on the level of like clout chasing it's someone who basically does something whether it's ridiculous um all the examples that mario said where they're just doing stuff for attention on social media it could be next right, level dangerous right. it could be it could be harmless mm -hmm. um but it's still a way for them to collect those likes and get those shares and okay okay hopefully make bank off of it that's fair <laughs> yeah, trying to be an influencer. trying to be an influencer okay so i i know like yes. with this with this podcast the listenership the the viewership you know the age range varies and we have a lot of people who are 
Gen X's who are watching and listening and, you know, they don't know what clout is. For example, you know, the Lord has blessed me tremendously and I was able to afford a condo downtown Toronto. I was able to buy myself a Tesla. Guys, if you don't know what a Tesla is, look it up. Um, and uh, I was able to cop a new job. It's the apple of right? electric cars. No, if I was able to do all these things, should I not be celebrating? Should I not be popping bottles? Should I not be sharing that on social yeah, media? Is, well, is that yeah, close? Sure, yeah, celebrate. Sure, celebrate. No, not necessarily. Um, Clout is if you're constantly posting, like, how do I put it? There's so many different ways of trying to get mm-hmm. clout. Um, there is... It depends on your brand, to be honest. It all boils down to your yeah. brand. Um, so if my, my my particular brand I feel is more lifestyle and, mm-hmm. and luxury, um, travel, that kind of stuff. So if I do it, it doesn't it doesn't come off that because way. it's who you are as a person. Right. Yeah. That's who, that's who I am. Um, people know me for always drinking wine. I I have a, I, I have hosted several wine tastings. Um, like so, if I'm posting about wine, nobody really, all day. <laughs> nobody really, nobody sees that as as close. They see that as a part of my brand. Um, but yes. if let's see, somebody else goes and say, "Oh, look at Mario always posting about his wine stuff," um, to try and bring me down, trying mm-hmm. to be a troll, um, <laughs> they can be seen as trying to chase clout or trying to get clout based off what I am doing. Yeah. If you understand that, I don't make any sense. I am very drunk. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So you know, let's go back. To, no, it makes sense. Let's it go back to doesn't. um, you know, the the people that we 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 hold there. We're back in Jamaica, or we have our aunties and uncles mm-hmm. on Jamaica. You know, on social media in Jamaica, brother Rufus and sister Precious, and you know, sister Precious got some things from Farin, and she dressed up nice and she's going to church. You know, you know, she said, "Wait, Sasha, snap a picture with me," and she posts that to her social media. Right, she, all the church people who follow her, they're mm-hmm. going to see it. Um, is Sister Precious doing that for clothes, or is she just showing off that the Lord has no. blessed her? No, she she feels good and she wants to share with the world, and that's Sister Precious' okay. business. Yep. So it's not necessarily chasing clothes; it's just a precious think... thing. Hey, I got a new outfit. Check it out. Like yeah. it. So if don't. Sister Precious, uh... I think if it was done in a braggadocious, so the braggadocious. go back to the word that don't exist in our real life. We're not gonna talk about that, <laughs> but. <laughs> What if Sister Precious decides to post, you know, uh, OOTD, which is outfit of the day, which is every Sunday? Mm-hmm. Is that her? If, is that how? So, for example, if yeah, I'm evolving, so if I'm evolving as a per as a person where I'm doing outfits of the day, yeah. is that how does one differentiate me changing my brand to me now doing this for clothes? Uh, so if she's if Sister Precious poses this outfit every Sunday and people look forward to what Sister Precious is wearing, then that becomes a that becomes okay. her brand. Um, so it's not her. That's it doesn't her come niche. off as her. Yeah. yeah, that's her niche. It doesn't come off as her bragging or trying to get clout based off her barrel where our sister sent from New York. <laughs> um, so it's 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 a part of who she is online. It's a part of her 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 fingerprint okay. online. Okay, okay. Yeah. So Shad, you had a lot to say. 
There's definitely different. So if 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 she was doing this um by herself, it, it's just a random thing, and then she ends up complaining or saying, "Oh, compare herself to Sister Pam," mm-hmm. um, then trying to create that that rift between she, herself and Sister Pam online, then yeah. can, it can come off as a bit of her trying to chase clothes or trying to get clothes from that. But if yeah. she just it's different OTDs, at a higher. Yeah, if she's if she's if she's just doing her OOTDs, then that's just her sharing her stuff. And if you like it, like it. If you don't, go okay, on. okay. I feel like clout is this word. Like, I feel like people who say that I'm doing something for clout or you're doing something for clout, I feel it's bad man. Y'all don't feel it's bad man. Me feel it's bad man. <laughs> like it can it can come off like that. It can be it can be seen as like someone who is definitely envious. They're bad mind that. <sighs> Um, well, here's this person that's showing what they have. Um, but like, again, like everything, like people need to be mindful, like some things can be done, but do it tastefully. Um, and then some things definitely come off like in a very bragging way Mm -hmm. where like, for example, like the other day, like not other day, but like Drake, for example, had like posted some stuff and he was basically like showing off like his um in the inside of his house he's showing off like luxury items and this was in the middle of the pandemic where there are people who um were losing their jobs there are people who businesses are closing down and people just felt like that was not the time to be showing your stuff like yeah we know you have mm-hmm. these things but like we don't care there are people who post these things who are already famous and it is a, still a form of clout and they end up getting screwed over for it, and they die. The, the perfect example of that is Pop Smoke. He died doing something that people would consider um, you're posting something for clout, mm. right? And it just so happened that his address popped up on there. Right, right. So, I mean, sorry, I clout's idea. not new. What? I have mm-hmm. no idea who that is. <laughs> you don't know who Pop Smoke is? I have no clue. Peeps, if you know who Pop please leave it in the comments for Mario so that he could go back, revisit, and (laughs) and listen to some of his his music on on a platform. Yes, let me have video. We will. We'll do that after the show. Now, Shads, we spoke about clout (laughs) and, and, you know, Mario had defined clout as that there are people who actually have clout, like celebrities who have their brand, they have their their clout. People who are trying to get clout are clout chasers. However, weren't there people who are now influencers who came up because they were chasing clout? Yeah, the perfect example for that is um, Miss Kim Mm -hmm. K. Um, Can't say West anymore because that's left, that's um, in the wind Mm -hmm. with the rest of them. Um, But yeah, like she's like the perfect example of what someone would consider a clout chaser because like how she started off was being a stylist to celebrities and a famous famous celebrity being Paris Hilton. She hung out with her. She basically started copying like how she spoke, um, just like how she did certain things. She followed like she was with her to the parties so then that allowed her to be around Mm -hmm. other celebrities and just like getting into that circle and through that like it helped her do 
what clout chase like one of the like examples of what clout chasing is like just following or following someone who's famous and then copying their styles and stuff and gaining notoriety for that she even copied her way of being a little bit more famous and for people who don't know what that is i mean she did not become famous off of posting stuff on instagram to get people to buy them she did not get famous because of a tv show she got famous because of an r&b singer um you know for for those of you who for those of you who don't know uh kim k was in a relationship with um ray j um like most other people at the time uh when you are in love and you're young one of the things that you want to do is to document your love um maybe a little bit more than you should and for whatever reason the content of uh said documentation was leaked um that was kind of how kim k got famous Mm. how the Allegedly, Allegedly, right? Um, <laughs> so if you were wondering what, why and how, was that Mario? So, uh, so I was, I was just thinking, right? Mm-hmm. We say she was chasing clothes, but isn't it that she just positioned herself to gain popularity to? Help her so what I say in clout is a bad but mind thing. Clout is definitely a bad mind could thing. Say, exactly. It was not a bad mind thing. It's so her. then anyone could say that, well, I'm positioning myself in a way to, to become gain, successful. To become successful. So then right. no one should be bashing anyone no. for clout mm-hmm. chasing um, or anything like that. Because I don't believe in bashing people for clout chasing, to be honest. I but where do you draw the line with clothes chasing? That bag, go ahead and do what you have to do to secure the bag. <laughs> by wow. any means necessary? Wow. Yeah, do it. Secure the bag by Ooh. any means necessary. By any means. I feel like we should put that on our Just shirt. Just make sure you have a lawyer. I Just feel like case. that should be on our shirt. Like, secure the bag <laughs> by any means necessary. Living comfortably and happily. Just make sure you have a lawyer on standby because, so, yeah. So no, it seems like clout isn't really a thing because if we're, you know, like if we've chosen like, like to reword it, the, the you know, when people say, you know, I'm a clout chaser, I can say, no, you know, I'm just positioning myself in life for what I want and I'm trying to secure my bag. And and, and if you if you enter me for that, that's, that's on you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. love that. But. That's one way to but, I think it really comes down to how, I think it's more how are you doing the clout chasing, True. to be honest, that people well, if you, tend if you to get like, annoyed look at with Kim Kardashian. not so right. much. Look at Kim Kardashian. She, she, she and Paris Hilton are friends. Her family mm-hmm. and Paris' family were friends. Yeah. Um, she positioned herself to be Paris' yeah. assistant. Mm-hmm. Um, she then started going out with Paris. Mm-hmm. They became friends. Um, so she became a celebrity off of Paris' celebrity. Mm-hmm. Um, so it necessarily yeah. was not that she really chased the clout. She just happened to be very fortunate to have a good connection. Like we say in Jamaica, it's links around the world. <laughs> she she have a link and she used That's that true. link. Networking is basically... Yeah, she networked herself. Definitely she networked herself yeah. into a video store. 
Um, yeah. <laughs> I wow. And we're, and we're not going to bash her. She never heard Chris over to a video store. We're not bashing Chris for that. And I'm not knocking it. We're not in the business of bashing I'm, anybody I'm, yeah, on this I'm not um, bashing podcast unless they truly I mean, deserve it. I'm not bashing Kim because I feel like, you know, when that video came out, I was probably like 18 or maybe a little bit. I'm aging myself now, but maybe a little bit older. But when it came out, <laughs> um, you know. I don't even remember how old I was. When fans, it came out. you had the BlackBerry and I had the Express Music phone. Lie, the LGCU. When it came out, Singular was still a thing. Singular Wireless was still a thing. That's how long it was. The fact that I don't even exactly. remember. Exactly. That's how long it's been. Maybe it's my right? old age. That's how long it's been. <laughs> the old age is kicking but, in. Which brings us to cancel <laughs> culture. No, yeah. Right? In 2021, 2020, mm. 2019. The way Kim came up, right, had she done that now, right, women's rights movement would have been on Ray J, um, other people would have, you know, demonized Kim K, <laughs> and she would have, for lack of a better word, ca- been cancelled. So what is cancel culture? Because it's something that we've been hearing in the news, this person is cancelled, that person is cancelled. Um, because of whatever they did in the past or in the present. So what is cancer culture exactly, Mario? Yeah. Oh, me? Um, so that's... <laughs> uh, it's no longer strong, strong support for somebody that uh, may have done something, whether it be in the past uh, or present. So it's pretty much just not supporting somebody based off what your what, what your belief systems are. So I have a question, right? Because I feel like a lot of people have these questions, and I've always wanted to know what is the statute of limitations. I know it sounds very legally for canceling someone. Let's say we were on Twitter in two thousand and nine, like we were all, you know, talking cow doo doo on 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 social media because we were young, and it was a place that allowed us to, as we mentioned earlier, share our views and to be individuals. And sometimes, you know, right. maybe we were doing things for clout before clout was actually a thing. Um, so we could have said some unsavory things. I kind of right, Shads. Your track record on the internet is flawless, and I hope your federal agent isn't listening because he knows better, right? True, no, what I mean is like I kind of disagree because, like, we were fortunate that we grew up in a time where the majority of our lives, when we did stupid mm-hmm. things, were not documented on social media mean? like we've been like on, a lot of stuff that we did on like social we had media since we were like 17 18 yeah but we also did a lot of silly things that kids who are much younger mm-hmm. are doing that th- we had flip phones we had nokia's we had certain things where it's like a lot of stuff that could easily get you canceled today we weren't putting on social media we didn't we weren't literally born Mm -hmm. into it we grew into it so now of course like we are we have been posting stuff online with myspace with with um high five all those things but good luck trying to get your high five um password good luck trying to get your myspace so whatever incriminating thing that's possibly on there the chance of anyone finding that is slim if anything maybe facebook okay but like it's 
if anything, if you're getting canceled as someone who is a millennial or a Gen X, it's because you use Twitter and Facebook. (laughs) I mean, but back then we didn't know better. So if, let's say, someone like me tweeted something 10 years ago and it was unsavory, well, no, it's unsavory. Um, Do you think that I should be canceled for something I did when I was 18, 17? Because I feel like if we're canceling people, there is no learning process. The whole point of, you know, pointing out wrongdoing is to so that people can be rehabilitated so that people can you know have a fresh lease on life why aren't we allowing that to happen and because cancer culture exists we don't allow people to grow we don't trust that people have grown within the last five to ten years why is that why why is it that cancer what is the statute of limitations because i feel like if you don't like me you can go five years back and I'm toxic. If you don't like me, you can go ten years back. And I'm toxic is is 2009 doggy the same as 2000 and and and, and 21 doggy? No, no, they're different people. So why should I be held accountable now for 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 something like that? Because you know we're talking about um, clout chasing. Because some people believe that even with stuff like um, stuff like uh, huh, cancer culture. Someone may have said something that was racist 10 years ago, right? The world has evolved. People have met people from different walks of life and they're able to grow from that. Um, why is it that we're going back 10 years and say, you know what? Well, you said that these sets of people were this and I don't believe you've changed even if there is virtually no evidence that this person has done anything like that within the last let's say five years why why do we do that or they've definitely or they've grown and learned their lesson on have done the work and have put themselves in the position of learning of um being labeled an ally but yet they still get it. Who determines who gets so cancelled? Like I often say that can we we're very quick mm-hmm. to cancel people without um giving them the chance to be rehabilitated right. or reformed. Um yeah. and I don't yeah. I don't support that because I do believe people can change and their opinions mm-hmm. can change. Um so I I've often wondered why are we so quick to cancel somebody for something e- all right so there's like 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 you said, there's some things that are definitely you just have to be cancelled for. Like if you're abusing children, if you're racist, if you are just a generally mm-hmm. bad person, um, be cancelled. Cancel that yeah. person. If yeah. you're showing no remorse at yeah. all for anything, it, you're if doing. you don't own up to, if I believe if the person um, is brave enough or can't identify that, hey, I did have, I did say this, own up to your problem. If I, I did say this ten years ago. Um, I wasn't aware. Now I'm aware. I'm more learned. Um, these are no longer my opinions and thoughts. X, Y, Z. Like, we can't give them a chance. Like, you're still on, like, the nice, but don't just cancel anybody and anybody for the simplest of things. I agree. Um, there is. I totally agree. Yeah. And like I said, there may, there should be a, they, they, they probably should be a stuff. They, they will know. I don't think there should be a statute of limitations for being cancelled. Um, like for 
for what's his name, mm-hmm. R. Kelly. Cancel the hell he, So here's my thing, right? <laughs> and I'm 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 all no. for canceling R. Kelly, right? <laughs> but I feel like he was cancelled four years ago because people didn't know what he did then. Which I right. find very weird we, because are we trying to undo or is, is it that that the next generation of people, so not not our generation, but the generation that comes after us, are they trying to do the mm-hmm. work, Zed. right? Gen Z or Z, are they trying to do the work that was not done two decades ago or a decade ago? Is that what they're trying? Because it feels to me that feels toxic. Like if he... let's call it delayed, let's call it delayed justice, mm, delayed <laughs> justice, yeah. Um, because our 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 generation really. We waited and trusted the justice mm-hmm. system to to take right. care of it. Um, it it mm-hmm. didn't happen. It was very slow, and we just couldn't deal with it anymore. So we allowed pen and paper to work. We're from the generation where we trust the law. We trust these systems put in place to protect us to work. Um, now, this generation, they're very quick to say, no, we're not going to wait on the law. We're not going to wait on some judge to say, okay, he's guilty. We're going to say, we're just going to stop supporting him. We're going to stop make, make we're going to damage his in- income. We're going to affect his income so he can't buy certain things, so he can't afford certain things. So we can teach him that, hey, what you did is wrong. Um, we we don't support you. We don't like it. And you're canceled yeah. by leave. Yeah, they take matters into their own hands yeah, right away. Whereas like, our generation and the generation before us were more, we'll take it to the streets mm-hmm. type of thing. Where, right. Or like Mario said, we're wait, we'll wait for justice to actually do what justice has been created to do. Um, but of course, we've seen that in many ways that justice doesn't um, work in our favor or show up when it's supposed to. And so I do support gen z in certain Mm -hmm. things when it comes to that that yeah sometimes you really do have to take matters into your own hands and let them know that it's not okay uh but yeah they do take in my opinion i know they do take it a little too far with some things some things i feel that like okay if we're going like you're canceling certain things that it's like how does that impact what we do now how does that affect society whereas like if it's an actual person like again with r kelly yes cancel the sucker because what you did is not okay and that needs to especially when you're someone who is famous like you're still setting like and you're supposed to be setting an example for people right people look at you so when like people see oh well he did all of this Mm -hmm. and nothing is happening they're gonna think it's okay but then when you start coming for cartoons (laughs) <laughs> and all those things it's like um you're you're, you're, you're reaching so, okay you're so i get that i how important I is get that, that right i get <laughs> so i'm going to play devil's advocate because i know for a lot of people cartoons are touchy specifically things or cartoon characters that you grew up with no um <laughs> i actually had a conversation with someone um earlier today about cartoon characters so if you you're reading the news i think this Sleeping Beauty or, or Snow White um, set up at Disney has been cancelled because of the lack of permission, you know? Um, 
the whole permission thing. So now we're we're not on a permission episode, <laughs> but we're going to talk about the one thing that hurts shads, which is Pepe Le Pew. <laughs> no, I will agree that one can't. Why? Because as a Gen Z, it's very rare that you're going to see a problematic cartoon from the past. And that's why Disney has evolved and it is toxic. Um, but growing up, I always found <laughs> something that's why it's an evolved. <laughs> I, I always found something very like off about Pepe Le Pew. People think it's okay. Like I thought he was very persistent, and and I get it. You know, to some people it's cute. He's a skunk. He's trying to date a cat. However, you know, as you guys mentioned earlier in the episode, that we have to censor things because it's what our children are exposed to. No, while our generation was right. probably not as you know vocal or as you know we didn't have the let's use the vocabulary to say oh this is kind of odd because in real life if someone was talking to my sister like that and touching her it would have made me uncomfortable right the same thing with johnny bravo he was a problematic character right um but unless you had the vocabulary to to voice that you wouldn't have said anything am i going to go back in in time and say yo this was problematic cancel it no but do I think certain things that we grew up with was definitely toxic and could possibly impact other people? We're more aware of yeah. it. Now. We're definitely more aware of it. No, yeah. um, like in that mm-hmm. moment, it's like in that moment. Obviously, when we're a certain age watching it, we still have an innocent mind. Of course, yes, there might innocent. be some people who might be a little Me bit more. Innocent. Yeah, like there's some people who might be a little bit more like developed in the brain thinking a little bit further than that but the majority were innocent in the mind and a lot of parents would have screened certain things like johnny bravo of course i when i was younger no doubt i thought johnny bravo was annoying as hell like he was always trying to like he just came off very cocky to me and i always felt that when i was younger but when i watched pepe le pew i i just saw it as pepe le pew's a skunk the thing that he was chasing was a cat Obviously, that cat didn't have any interest in Pepe Le Pew because that's a cat. She's not a skunk. But Pepe Le Pew didn't realize that she wasn't a skunk. He, like, she, like, she, he didn't know she was a cat, right? So, like, he's just thinking that it's another one of his species. But realistically, if anyone knows how cats behave, cats don't like people like that. Like, cats don't like being touched. Cats don't like being, like, they come to you right so it's that's how i viewed it i viewed it on a biological level where it's like we're not the same species i don't really mess with you like leave me alone again the same thing we could easily go as far to cancel the roadrunner and coyote why was the coyote so adamant on chasing the roadrunner to because kill it why are we canceling the coyote to secure the bag Okay, but why? That's the thing. It's like the same argument. So the bag. Hello, I love. Sir. I love. How, how does Coyote? <laughs> Listen. <I'm... laughs> well, how does the Coyote? You're doing anything to secure whatever you. You know what? Wiley Coyote had money though. He he already had the bag because he be buying stuff. He was like, in fact, he had Prime before Prime was a thing. Okay, let let us not forget that. But. <laughs> I can understand where Gen, Gen Z is coming I from. I think it's a stretch. It's a stretch, I but I can see where they're coming from. Because you know what it is? I think, you know, like, 
going online now, I've learned several tactics that were used to teach um, Gen, Gen Zs, right? Um, even English, like basic English skills that they didn't teach us growing up, but they use it for Gen Zs. Um, if we were to use substitutes and we took out Pepe Pew and called Pepe Pew Chris and called the cat Shags, and we played out that same scenario. Do you see how that looks problematic to children who are more intelligent? I'm not saying that it's not problematic or like when you look at it, like, yeah, it perpetuates the culture of like rape and assault and, and harassment. I'm not saying it doesn't point that out when you look at it now as an, through mm -hmm. adult eyes. But I'm saying for you to go back to a cartoon mm -hmm and want to cancel it doesn't make sense. It's better for you to Especially leave that content. Being aired. Yeah. It's better for you to leave that content there, point mm -hmm. out the errors in why this mm -hmm. is wrong so that people could learn right. from it. When right. you remove something out of the equation completely, there's nothing there to show why this mm -hmm. is not okay. And why we say, that what's wrong and what's not wrong anymore it's like easily people could simply say let's remove every bad thing that ever happened in, in history but how will people who come after that know what happened in the past and know we should not do those okay. things should we cancel flags and monuments so in the u.s let's cancel right uh, yeah. during uh during <laughs> the the black Lives matter protests um several uh flags were um taken down as well as a lot of the um colonial masters um it was requested that the names for streets were changed it was requested that statues were taken down in fact i think in the uk um one statue was actually thrown into a river um in the united states robert e lee we did that here too in we did that here as well in Montreal. There, we should we be canceling? Let's not forget. Should Canada we be canceling statues though? Untouched. and historical historical landmarks. Should we be canceling those? I wouldn't say cancel. I would say remove them from the public eye and place them in places but like how, a museum. But if Museums I don't go to a museum, how powers. will I know what happened in the past? That's fine. There's that's what history but books history are. But history books are, True. and I'm sure but they're in a history But if books. we're going to touch on history books, which is a little bit of a stretch, and where that and that's what the internet is for, right? Mm -hmm. But again, going on to Google, you know, there are so many sources. We could easily choose the wrong source, right? I'm just saying that and while we people. agree that we should cancel certain things, what can we not cancel? Because you guys don't agree on cartoons, but what can we not cancel? What is untouchable? Because there are people who you cannot cancel. We cannot cancel <laughs> DT, right? If you know, you know. We cannot cancel Cheetah Man. That's a fact. We can censor him, but we cannot <laughs> cancel him, wow. right? So who can we, what and who can we not cancel? Uh, that looks like a hard question. There definitely are some. There are some un untouchable mm -hmm. people, um, like Barack Obama's untouchable. You can't cancel Barack. He's on. He he he's pretty much. Yeah, he's basically untouchable. You can't cancel his wife. 
um, you say you can't cancel a homeboy <laughs> Um, you can't cancel can't cancel Eminem Eminem <laughs> um, but <laughs> why would we well, it goes back to the, the whole situation where the whole question where like why why should we cancel somebody for something they did 10 20 years ago um, but I don't know and let's just put these old as uh, um, statues in museums and put and, and start celebrating uh, people's and their victories real people yeah like those statues like those statues don't like personally and like for many people those statues represent a lot of hurt and yeah. a lot of yeah. um painful reminders of what was and again we have places where a lot of historical things are museums are there museums will cost an arm and a leg to go to you could you have it there so it's not like it's completely removed from human mm. viewing but to put something there knowing that the majority of the people who live in that area have been hurt and still hurt by something like that it's not a good look it's not okay and as times change it's like okay well it's like do we not learn from our past? Like, why? Who was this person? What did they actually do for people? The majority of people. You name a street, colonization street, and that's a street on a reservation. You think that's something that indigenous people want to see every time? And, and again, I'm going to play devil's advocate. Please know that I stand with my indigenous brothers and sisters. However, you know, we like to say stuff like, you know, it is not beneficial to this group. But what about the group that it's beneficial to? Because in turn down a Robert E. Lee statue to people who fly the Confederate flag, that is an insult because to them, that was their history. That was their culture, right? To them, that statue brought them joy. And they've had their time. Exactly. And I don't understand why people want to keep waving a flag of losers, like, like make it make mm. sense. Okay. Okay. They've had their time. They're cancelled. Okay. Yeah. We're not, we're not supporting okay. them. It's that simple. Like, not, I mean, to say nobody is, nobody is not untouchable. Right. Because, yes, we all are like one we're all one tweet one instagram post one tiktok video away from getting canceled we're what or saying something or saying something that we shouldn't right. say and then we're viewed completely right. differently sure. you could sure. be someone i take issue with people who their entire life they have promoted positivity mm -hmm. and an accusation comes up after mm -hmm. years that is found to be untrue and now you want to discredit everything that person has ever done that that doesn't that make is sense true. And i love that that is sometimes you have though. to separate the work from the person too so cancer r kelly keep his music no. I mean, his music is good, but can't uh -huh. really deny. See, we're <laughs> to disagree, and that's okay. Um, yeah. 
People <laughs> will fight this out in cancel the comments. We're really gonna cancel Fiesta. We're really gonna cancel Fiesta. Cancel everything about R. Kelly. He's a dirty man. So unfortunately, we are at the end, and I know like we could have gone on over and over and over about cancel culture, who should be cancelled, and whose music should be kept, and who <laughs> should have gone to the bin. Um, <laughs> what? Um, you know, being young people um we're not as old as we actually think we are and we have family members we have younger we have siblings we have friends we have nieces nephews um on the internet um what do you want them to know because we're in this era of what some people call sensitivity or mindfulness or wokeness and any and everything can get them cancelled so in closing um Guys, what do you want people to know about social media? What should they do? What should they not do? I want to go with Shaz first um, because, you know, we've been going to Mario to, to Mario um, first um, in these discussions, uh, being the professional. Um, but Shaz, what would you want your grandma or your grandpa or an aunt to know about social media? Um so that they're not cancelled because i still think that while some people believe that old people can be cancelled that they absolutely can be and i will cancel an old person easy easy what should they know i mean yes old people can be considered can are up for consideration for cancelling but quite frankly i don't think it would even make sense based on where they are in their life mm -hmm. um, to focus on that. Um, because truthfully, we know a lot of elderly people are already set in their ways. I know personally, I don't have to worry about my grandparents going on to social media and making and saying anything that would cause them to be cancelled obviously I can't speak for everyone's grandparents but what I can say is just in general regardless of where your generation which generation you're a part of um, I think everyone should just remember that we created the internet um, we created the internet with good intentions and we have received a lot of good from it it has allowed us to um do a lot of things it's allowed us to um put to shed light on social issues on environmental issues on political issues and it's given us that um visibility that wasn't there before we didn't know what was happening on the other side of the world we didn't know what were happening in countries like for example right now colombia is literally sending an SOS to the world and mm -hmm. if it weren't for social media we wouldn't know about those things if it weren't for social media we wouldn't know about what's happening in India and how they're having a severely hard time right now battling their double variant of um, the virus and we it has its good and yes everything regardless of what it is has its bad but I think if we do our best as humans to drown out the bad and shed light on the good, it will at least help restore some balance there. 
Um, and also just simply remember that reality is not behind the screen. Reality is off the screen and it's okay to take breaks from it too. That's something else that a lot of people forget to do. So those are just my your two cents. I like that. I don't want to cancel anybody. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Mario, thank you for being here. No problem. I I need to hear yours. All I have to say is it's 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 nothing as long as as Chad's. Um, I just have one thing to say: is be mindful of what you put out there. Uh, The internet is something that is forever. So don't do anything your parents mm-hmm. wouldn't do. So just be mindful. Of what you're <laughs> I mean, <laughs> maybe you don't know my parents. Yeah, but some people's parents are like. I'm just saying, maybe you don't know. Not my parents. parents. My parents are good, but I ain't, for, I ain't swearing for nobody. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, just be mindful but... of, of of what you put out there. And people's feelings matter. Definitely. So be careful. I like that. Definitely. Um, for me, the internet is one of the greatest inventions that we have. Um, as Shad's mentioned, there is good and there is bad. I cannot tell you how to feel. I cannot tell you how to act. I cannot tell you how to behave in general. Um, no one should police you like that. No one should tell you what you can and can't post. What I am saying that be mindful of what you do post because if you cannot say it openly in person, it shouldn't be something that you feel you you can share openly on the internet. I'm I'm just saying, um, right. you know, right. you can follow a chat, but if you can't back it up, then you are just a Twitter gangster. You are Instagram. You are an Instagram gangster. You keyboard are a warrior. Fa- a keyboard warrior. You are a Facebook baddie. It makes no sense. So just be mindful of what you put on the internet. And if you can't see it in person, um, (laughs) don't absolutely (laughs) do not put it on the internet. And um, you are allowed to share your viewpoints, you know. Um, I'm not in the canceling business. I believe that everything should be a learning experience because we only through learning can we be better people. And um, just... Exactly. Be careful, and um, nobody's trying to watch you through your computer screens. Absolutely no one. Those are targeted <laughs> You're a normal person. I- I'm just putting that out there because a lot of people feel like they're always being spied on through their cameras. Um, but we've gotten to the end, and um, again, great conversation. Um, Mario, not quite sure. I mean, you're the social media type, but I'm not quite sure if you want a bunch of people following you. But if you do, where can we find you? Do you um, want clout or not? Nah? <laughs> I don't need clout, darling. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, Mario Alomar on Instagram, Mario A. Palmer on Twitter. And those are my only socials, to be honest. Yeah. Wow. And Facebook as well, like my I family. Think- Oh, oh, I, I felt bad that you didn't say Facebook. I'm like, <laughs> yo, am I that old? Do Am I not supposed to have Did Facebook? Did he get rid of Facebook? No, you know what I mean? Like, work, I only have Facebook because I have to manage pages. So, <laughs> mm. Okay. And, and I love that. It's big. And Facebook Marketplace. That is true. I mean, I'll be buying 
tons of stuff on Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> I used to worry about buying problem, but right. <laughs> I mean, it is better than Prime. I just have to go pick it up. <laughs> um, but <laughs> this was a great conversation, and I really hope that our listeners and viewers will be able to participate in the conversation. Um, let's talk about cancel culture in the dis- in the comments below, and. Again, I'm going to ask you, if you've gotten this far in the podcast, feel free to like, share, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. And if you have any topics for us, go ahead and put that in the comments as well. Now, until next time, I'm going to ask you to be careful on the internet and walk good.